0: What is up, Royal Army? My name is Roy Yamada and I will be your host. Welcome to the Royal Health Show. Today is episode 3 and we're going to be covering the 5 biggest weight loss mistakes. And I wanted to kick it off with a question. And that's, is pain and suffering the first thing that comes to mind when someone mentions the word weight loss? Well, you're definitely not alone. And there are millions of people who think the same. And that included me as well at some point. I've tried the shakes and the pills, I've done the diets, I've killed myself in the gym for hours a day with no results. Or even if I got results, you know, they would be very short-lived because I would eventually just fall off of what I was doing and then gain all of the weight I lost. In most cases, I actually gained more weight, which was very frustrating. You know, this led to a constant cycle of yo-yo dieting and looking at myself in the mirror in disgust, honestly. That is why I coach, and that is why I created this podcast, so that you are well-equipped to get healthy and go all-in on life. After listening to this episode, you'll be able to identify if you've been making some of these mistakes, how you can avoid them, and also what to do instead. So stay tuned, because chances are you've done at least one of these things before. Mistake number one is going on a calorie-restricted diet. And I know you may be thinking, like, what is he talking about? Just, just stick with me. Losing weight and being healthy should not make you feel miserable. In fact, it should make you feel more alive. It should give you more energy and help you show up as the best version of yourselves in your lives. There was a meta-analysis done with researchers at UCLA that actually found that only a small portion of people that followed a conventional calorie-restricted diet were able to lose weight and actually keep the weight off, which is the more important part, right? Keeping the weight off. And listen to this. In fact, the researchers said, quote, several studies indicate that dieting is actually a consistent predictor of future weight gain. Did you hear that? Several studies indicated that dieting is actually a consistent predictor of future weight gain. And that goes back to the whole yo-yo dieting thing, right? One study found that both men and women who participated in formal weight loss programs gained significantly more weight over a two-year period those who had not participated in the weight loss program they concluded that you were actually better off not going on a diet at all because at least your weight would be around the same and your body wouldn't have to deal with the wear and tear of losing the weight and gaining it back that's crazy right like you are better off not even starting a diet and diet culture is such a big thing nowadays right and It's hard for us not to. So why does this happen? Most times, restricting calories equals restricting nutrients. When we're so focused on this arbitrary number, we're not really thinking about what we need to fuel our body properly. We're just so focused on hitting these numbers, right, or or staying below a certain number. Another factor would be chronic stress. Because when you're in this restrictive state, you're trying to justify your eating, you know, with your working out. And you also couple that with the stress you have from regular life and work. It's just very taxing on the body. And you're also fighting your biology. Your body wants to live and survive, not to have six pack abs. You also develop eating disorders when you're so focused on this number or staying below you you really tax your body and you start to yo-yo diet and you binge eat and I've been a victim and it's not a good place. So what can you do instead, right? What are your next steps if you want to lose weight? Well, I would say start by tracking your food. We have to get consistent because a lot of times we say, oh, I've been so strict on my diet. I've been eating so healthy when in fact, you know, your diet's all over the place. Some days you'll eat in excess. Some days you won't eat anything at all. And some days, you know, it's, it's just you need to get consistent first. So tracking your food is the very first step to be aware of what you're currently doing and to actually fix it so you can eat consistently. And then from there, we can move forward. And if you haven't tracked before, I'm not saying you have to go out and buy a food scale. I mean, you can if you want to, but... You can use your hand to measure, right? And it's always with you. Um, you can use that to measure your portion sizes. So a fisted hand would be a serving of protein. A cup hand would be a serving of carbohydrates. And, you know, you can always fill up on the veggies. So that's just an easy way to track. I would say that's the first step is to actually track your food. And on top of that, you have to change your mindset a little bit. You have to think of what can I add into my diet and not have this thought of, What are all the things that you have to cut out of your diet? Because that is something that I struggled with too, right? When you think of diet, you're like, oh, I can't have pizza, I can't have burgers, I can't have fries, and it's just this this uh, restrictive mindset, and it's just not healthy to start things off like that, right? So, think about what things can you add into your diet that will make you feel the best. And now, going off of that, we have to balance things out. So. Eat the foods you like, just work on either smaller portions or eating it less often, you know, anything to kind of take the good foods you're eating but still enjoy the fun foods, you know, quote unquote fun foods. Now next is you could upgrade your choices. So what I mean by that is think of a Hershey's bar, right? If you love chocolate, I'm not saying you have to stop eating chocolate. But, you know, instead of that Hershey's bar, maybe you can swap that with a 75% organic dark chocolate bar. And that 75% dark chocolate bar will be a lot less sugar. It will be a lot more satisfying for you. You'll, You'll probably only eat a couple of pieces of that because you'll feel so satisfied. Now, the last thing you can do is eat more food, right? Just Just make sure they are the kinds of food that will actually nourish your body. Eat more food. If you feel like you're getting hungry before your next meal, maybe you just didn't eat enough in your meal. And that's totally fine. You can eat more food if your body needs it. So with that being said, let's get on into mistake number two, and that is focusing on the calories and not the types of food. So if it was as simple as calories in versus calories out, the weight loss industry wouldn't be a $72 billion market. 72 billion dollar market 45 million americans go on a diet each year and still heart disease and diabetes are some of the top killers in the u.s so yes a calorie is a unit of measurement but what matters more is how our body responds to these calories metabolically right different types of food have different reactions in our body so an example of this that you can think about is 100 calories of spinach is going to have a major different effect on your body, right, than 100 calories of uh, soda. Now, the spinach, it's going to have the micronutrients, the vitamins, the minerals. It's going to have the fiber, uh, some of the water content. um, And take the soda, on the other hand, it's full of added sugar. It's going to spike your insulin levels. um, You know, your blood sugar is going to go through the roof. And it's just going to be such a drastically different response, right? So the types of food matter. And on top of that, we have to talk about the macronutrients, right? So you've heard it before, fats, carbs, and proteins. And all of these are going to have a different metabolic reaction in our body. So for example, fats and lean protein sources won't be spiking your insulin like carbohydrates will. And that's why, you know, diabetes, it's it's a carb-driven disease, right? It's because insulin responds to carbohydrates or, or glucose specifically, which carbohydrates 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 break down into in our bodies. On top of that, you know, we can kind of play with these responses to work to benefit us. So if you have oatmeal for breakfast every morning and you feel like, you know, it's not holding you over for that long or you're getting hungry soon after, proteins and fats are more satisfying and they keep you full longer. And even though we have this abundance of food or calories in our Western diets, we can still be malnourished, which is a problem with all of these processed and packaged foods, right? We can get the calories, we can get the energy, but we can still be lacking in the nutrients that our body actually needs. So what can we do to solve this problem? Well, you can make sure that you're fueling your body with what it needs to function properly. So, Getting your veggies in, getting your fruit, um, prioritizing protein, getting healthy fats in, um, just making sure you're eating the way that makes you feel the best. So something that I like to tell my clients is eat the rainbow and I'm not talking about Skittles, I'm talking about fruits and veggies, different colors, the more the better because they all have different micronutrient content. So something else you can do is center your meals around a variety of veggies and protein at every single meal. That's kind of how I build my meals. I really prioritize having protein in each meal because it plays an important role in our body. And then I add as many veggies as I want. You can really eat as many veggies as you want. The more, the better, honestly, as long as you're not cooking it in like tons of oil and butter. And just always remember proteins and fats keep you full and satisfied longer. So find new, fun, creative ways to kind of incorporate them in your meals. All right, mistake number three is going all in. And I'm guilty of this, but are you the type of person to go all in on a new diet or lifestyle? So like going cold turkey balls to the walls, uh, going from working out maybe once a week to suddenly working out seven days a week, uh, changing your diet completely, restricting your calories, not eating or even thinking about any of the foods that you actually like to eat like pizza. Who wants to live in a world without pizza? Not me. That just eventually leads to burnout, and it's because it's just not sustainable, right? Chances are you'll just gain all of that weight back. So how should you approach this? Well, you should do it slowly and steady. Slow and steady wins the race. The turtle versus the the rabbit? The hare? Rabbit. Same thing, right? <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. So Take your time. Right. Instead of making these drastic changes all at once, start slowly. So if you're not even going consistently to the gym once a week, just say you'll go to the gym consistently once a week and then do that for a week or two and then, you know, bump it up. So say, okay, now that I got that down, I'll do two times a week. And then three and then four and so on and so on another thing that you want to ask yourself is can you do this for the rest of your life and that is a very important question because sustainability is the number one most important factor when it comes to weight loss is living a lifestyle not a diet right because when you think about diet it means there's an end point which means again you'll gain the weight back or most times even more so ask yourself can you do this for the rest of your life and if you can It's perfect. Like, that is what you want. And you also have to make sure to start small and do what you can with the resources you have now. So don't feel rushed to jump into these big programs. And if you don't have the time to do something specifically, just make it work for your life because there is no cookie cutter diet or approach to health or weight loss. Everyone is their own individual snowflake and you really need to find what works for you. Now mistake number four is not strength training. Your muscle is your metabolic armor. You know, you got to pack it on and become unstoppable. Yes, even my ladies out there, you don't have to worry about getting big and bulky. You have to think about it. It's like when you think of a bodybuilder, you think of these really big guys and they're on stage, you see their veins, and you won't get like that, right? You have to think, you guys have totally different hormones, you don't have the same diet, um, different lifestyles, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Plus, lifting weights can help protect your bones and prevent osteoporosis-related fractures, and studies shown that strength training over a period of time can help prevent bone loss. Now, that's just a plus, right? It It will also help manage blood sugar, Remember I said heart disease and diabetes are among the top killers in the U.S.? Well, diabetes is a disease that deals with your blood sugar levels. Type 1 diabetes is when your body can't produce insulin on its own, and that's why they have to take insulin. And type 2 diabetes is where your body produces too much and it doesn't respond to insulin as it once did. And you'll hear it's called insulin resistance and that just leaves excess sugar in your blood. And I want you to think of sugar in your blood as glass and it's just in your bloodstream cutting things up it's it's just really bad right so the more muscle you have the more storage space you have for that sugar now on top of that muscle burns more calories it's hard for your body to keep all of that muscle and it also weighs more than fat so the number on the scale could be the same or even getting heavier even if your waist size is shrinking and the last thing is your mental health you know just being stronger you feel more confident you'll have a better emotional state All of these things is why you should really focus on strength training. So what do you do now that you have this information? Well, you want to first consult with your doctor before jumping on a new program. And what I want to tell you is stop going to the gym to stay on the treadmill for an hour. I'm going to say it again too. Stop going to the gym to stay on the treadmill for an hour and go lift some weights. You know all the benefits, right? Go lift some weights and even if you feel intimidated, even if you're not comfortable, you can do strength training at home, right? Push-ups, body weight squats, pull-ups, all of these things are great for building muscle. All right, our last mistake, mistake number five is focusing too much on the scale. Now, I'm not saying that the scale is pointless, but I feel like a lot of people just put too much effort emphasis on the scale Uh, like I mentioned before you could be on a new program and the scale could be staying the same or even getting higher but you're building muscle you know seeing the scale go up or even staying the same when you've been putting in all this work it's detrimental to your mental health you feel unmotivated to continue right so the scale can be useful and I actually use it but just understand that the number on that little square isn't a true reflection of your progress or or who you are as a person. There's a lot of things that impact that number on the scale. For example, how much food did you have that day? How much water did you drink? How much sodium was in your meals the day before that? Uh, For my ladies, you know, PMS, bloating, all of these things, they all affect that number on the scale. So just take it with a grain of salt and don't let it be the end all be all. So what should you focus on instead? So what should you be focusing on instead? You should be focusing on your mood, like how do you feel throughout the day? Your energy, are you waking up feeling more refreshed? Uh, Do you notice that your afternoon crash that you usually have isn't there anymore? Um, You can also focus on the way your clothes are fitting. So are your jeans fitting better? Is that shirt you bought that was just a little bit too tight? Does it fit you better now? And the last thing that you can focus on is strength and performance gains. And this is something that's kind of overlooked by a lot of people, but progressing every day in the gym, it can be so empowering. And that's why it's important if you haven't to actually track the weights you're doing, because you can actually see that number going up every single week. All right. So that's it for today, guys. Let's just review the five biggest weight loss mistakes. Number one is going to be going on a calorie restricted diet. Remember to think about things of what can I add into my diet and not about the things that you have to take out of it. And whenever possible, try to make upgrades to your food choices. So the example I talked about was that chocolate bar, right? Instead of the Hershey's, go with the 75% dark chocolate. Number two is it's not about the calories, it's the type of foods. So pick foods that will help make your weight loss journey enjoyable, not miserable, and focus on building your meals around protein and veggies. Number three is going all in. It's better to make small changes in habits over time. Don't think you have to change everything about your life all at once. Go at a pace that's right for you and that you can sustain for the rest of your life. Number four is get your strength training on. It will make every area of your health that much better. Think of it as your metabolic armor. Number five, last but not least, don't spend all of your time worrying about the number on the scale. There's so many factors that affect it. It's a good tool to use, but remember, there are many other ways to measure progress. So like your mood, energy, higher clothes fit, and much more. So thank you guys so much. If you found this information helpful, please share the podcast with others and also consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure how the whole podcast algorithm works but all i know is that it would be really helpful for me if you want to connect and chat or see what i'm up to you can follow me on instagram at royal or you can just search up my name roy yamada i'll leave a link in the show notes i'm happy you're a part of this movement to get this information out into the world so that others can be the happiest and healthiest versions of themselves and to go all in on life i'll see you guys